What's up, everybody? Welcome to the second ever episode of the Hate Watch Party. We're getting into Gutsy, episode two. Brian, you had a whole week to reflect on the first episode. Are you walking around? Do you feel like Hillary Clinton's knowledge has improved your life? I feel that I, everything I learned about comedy and specifically women in comedy has given me a deeper appreciation of uh, of women, of my wife, of women I see on the street, of catcalling. No longer will I catcall women without making sure that I'm exceptionally uh, touching and I have every cat they've ever hugged in mind before I tell them their tits look great. I find, generally speaking, I hate women more, but the women in my life I hate less because they're relatively more likable than Hillary. So it's like the more I watch Hillary, the more accepting I can be of you know the women I interact with on a day-to-day basis. Yeah, it's it, she provides a great mirror into the soul, really. <laughs> and like the soul's been, although I, I was thinking about this. Do you think that when they pitched this show initially, like it's called Gutsy, but do you think the producer, they, you know, like they, they're pitching in the meetings. Do you think every single person they pitched it to wrote down Gunty? (laughs) Just like, just unintentionally, just like, that was just what, that was just just jotted down. That's what the show would be about. (laughs) Isn't there, there's something, uh, if you just take one step back, there's something very interesting about the flavor of this show that I would think if I was Hillary Clinton and I lost, I lost the presidency, right? I would think if I was doing a show, the show would be, here's the policies that I think could make America better. Like I would do something and I would work with the producer to make that entertaining, but I would do almost like maybe like a John Oliver type thing. Like even me, I'm not a politician. I research issues and I comment on issues. I would think if you were trying to get back into the game to go, hey, I'm the person with the expertise that can actually solve these things. Everyone else is talking jibber jabber bullshit, this, that, the other. I would actually do a policy show and I would go hear the biggest issues confronting America and do documentaries about it. Is there something fascinating that it's like if you're trying to win office, it's about being better at television and creating likability propaganda as opposed to show and the irony of it all is I'm the traditional politician. I can manage, I can actually govern unlike this other buffoon. And I'm going to prove it to you by trying to be worse at reality TV than he is. <laughs> right. Yeah. Well, I thought you were going to, I thought you were going to pitch me on uh, like that last bit of like, I'm the actual one that can govern here, taking a docuseries and, and, you know, Clintons, they have so much money, the global Clinton initiative, right? You know, billions of dollars. Why didn't they do a docuseries showing what would have happened if she did win the presidency? Like take over some banana republic, take over like right. uh, I don't know some part some part of the Congo. You've got Not the money and the influence, and then right? <laughs> and turn the thing around, show off your skills. That's that's what I'm saying. And then like you don't even need the, this bullshit where you're talking to people about different careers. Just show that you can get the job done. All right, I'm gonna come through and shit on a beverage uh, tonight. I'm a big fan of rye whiskeys. Uh, mm-hmm. And tonight, for the first time, uh, generally back in the day, I used to enjoy the Woodford Reserve bourbon. And tonight, yeah. I decided to try their rye, and I'm going to come out against it. I'm going to say I, it's not. I, 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 all right. Firstly, I've been a little bit spoiled as of late. I've been drinking the Angel's Envy rye. It's a little oh, yeah. bit out of my price range for a typical beverage. And I'll be honest, it's only good for one or two cups because it's, it's a little uh, sweet to me. Very sweet. Angel's Envy. Yeah, right. Very yeah, sweet. Super sweet. Very sweet. It's like a maple syrup. <laughs> uh, yeah. Bullet rye has always been kind of my classic. Recently, I've been drinking the Knob Creek rye, and I've been very impressed with that. Uh, and so I decided to try another new one tonight, and I went for the Woodford, and thus far, unimpressed. A little bland. I like that you have the the giant. You're like, well, let me just give this a try, and bought the biggest bottle you could. No, find that's of. not. No, that's a regular size bottle. That's not like. Is it? Uh, are you yeah, just? Are the, you? The, I don't remember you being this little. Dude, you're I'm not five, a yeah, little person. That, I'm, that, five, that you, I'm that, five six. I guess that that's the camera angle. Looks like it must be. It looked like it you're like, like a, a leprechaun team? holding up. Yeah. <laughs> it looked like like I'm a big guy, but I got this. Right. I'm drinking my bullet bourbon. Just yeah. Neat. That's a uh, yeah. Maybe it's just close. But to this camera. is the big bottle. But this is the big bottle. Oh, that is the big bottle. Yeah, yeah. That's the big bottle. If you look back, I do have a little head though. People uh, were making fun, and it's not the most flattering. Uh, your junk looks terrific in it, but the, the episode that you and I did live, it's like your legs and my entire torso. Like, your legs like are the size of my torso. It does look <laughs> – I do look like mini-me version of you. Someone, People were commenting that I look like – it was like very older, younger brother vibe. I was like, I could see that. You oh. look like a giant next to me in that video. It's uh, partially it's, it's partially angling. I mean, you're taller than me, but it's partially oh, the sure. angling that like you're close to the camera, and I'm like I'm like off the corner. But it does look uh, it's definitely a Tom Cruise moment for me. <laughs> I was hoping that at some point it looked like it would look like you were actually sitting on my lap, like you were a uh, 
you know, what do they call those? Like the ventriloquist dummies? You know, yeah, it's like, yeah, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's not bad. All right, so, uh, you know, before we get into some real news topics here and start breaking down the show, uh, you were saying that you had to take a gnarly shit. And, you know, <laughs> I did. It's a, yeah, we do we do talk about dumps on this show quite a bit. So it's a, it's a safe space if you want to get into it. Uh, well, I'll, I'll just tell you. So I literally, like, this happens all the time with, with podcasts that I do after dinner. Because, you know, it's later <laughs> your time, but I just ate dinner. Like, every time I'm like, oh, dinner? God. What was dinner? Dinner, I dinner tonight? Oh, it's, it was heavy. It was it was uh, Bavarian, like, sausage and spotzel. I did, like, an Oktoberfest-themed dinner. What is so spotzel? Heavy. Spotzel's German pasta. Okay. Imagine, like, I don't know. Imagine just, like, if, if you made pasta, but you didn't actually make it into noodles. You just kind of, like, you know, it just clumped it in your hands and then squeezed it with rage until it popped out between your knuckles. That is what Spotzel is. And like I think that is how it was made. Pasta, but then you started thinking about the Jews. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's just like, I can't believe we lost. You know, <laughs> everyone is the one that got away. So I ate that. And it's like, I could feel it. It's like sitting in my guts heavy. Like I'm going to be, I'm going to be slowly leaking out farts. If you see me mute my microphone, it's that's okay. why. Oh, yeah. There we go. Oh. See, just now just happened. But no. I, don't, I don't have to smell them remotely. So you can, you can <sighs> fart away. We need smell vision That's what's going to put us on the map as well, libertarians. That, that's what's going to be the problem with smell vision is that it's just going to be people sending each other their farts. That's it. That's all that's uh, ever going to be. A hundred percent. Yeah. But that's, that's also gonna, the, the promise of smell vision Is that you can sniff other people's farts from abroad? <laughs> well, that one chick uh, from like 90 Day Fiance made, she was making like $5,000 a day selling farts in a jar until she had a heart attack from trying to push farts out too hard. Oh my God, that's the craziest story <laughs> I ever heard. <laughs> well, do you want to hear the story of my, my heinous uh, trying moments? I, it was like it was like a, a Herculean effort, or a what's the one? Uh, it was like a Homer and the Odyssey effort of me trying to find a bathroom to take a dump yesterday. Okay, because and I had a spicy chicken sandwich at a fair, a world fair in Hawthorne, because obviously Hawthorne home to right every every race and creed, but had a spicy chicken sandwich. Took a That's nap. Fried. That's fried. That's fried, right? Fr- deep fried, right? So it shouldn't be yeah. like food poisoning. Man, right as I'm about to leave the house at like five, I'm like, oh, I don't feel good. I feel tired. I feel like I, I'm like, okay. So I take a take a crap, normal shit. Get in the car, start driving. I'm like, nope, nope. You found back out that was just put, that was round one. That was round one. Put it in reverse. Back up to my house. Go back in. Take another dump. Get back in the car. Start driving again. Get about 10 minutes into the trip, and I'm like, oh, this is bad. Make a U-turn. Then decide, no, you must push through. You got to carry on here. Make another okay. U-turn. Get back on the freeway. Then I realize I really fucked myself. So okay. I'm, <laughs> I'm getting the cold sweats. I'm getting like, you know, like the the guts, yeah. the gut tremors. My hair on my arms is standing up. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, where can I go? So I go to a public park. I'm like, if the homeless can do it, I can do it. All the bathrooms are locked in the public park. And I've now wasted precious minutes getting out of my car, walking to the bathroom. Now I have to get back in the car. I'm like, fuck. I'm like, I've, I'm a member of a gym, LA Fitness. I'll go to the gym. It's five o'clock, by the way, on a Saturday. Walk, park my car in a structure. Walk upstairs to the gym. Fucking gym's closed. And at this point, I'm like, I am I being pranked? Where's Ashton Kusher? Where's Ashton, uh, I don't even know, shit Kusher. So I get, get back in my fucking car, drive down the street, get to a McDonald's where, of course, all the bathrooms are locked because of the homeless people. And uh, finally, some merciful man, you know, probably a 45 year old with autism that's managed to piece together a living, allowed me to absolutely commit a hate crime in their bathroom. And this is at McDonald's or this is at McDonald's oh, okay. at McDonald's yeah, McDonald's. So that was um, my that was my story from yesterday. But at least well, I didn't shit my pants. As a active survivor of IBS, uh, the lesson <laughs> I, I I will uh, grant to you uh, first is I uh, you only get one warning, and that, that's big mm. with shits. Your body will give you one warning, and if you try and ignore that first warning, like it's almost like the way like earthquakes, like they come with like the little earthquake type thing, and you're like, all right, I'm good type. But that means like there's gonna be I don't know if earthquakes are though. I don't know why I went with that example. Yeah, I, I think uh, yes, a but you, you got to say you get you get one warning. And don't ignore that one warning. Like you got to act right away. I even had, when I used to live in Astoria, sometimes I would wake up early. And if I woke up early, that usually meant I was going to have to use the bathroom. And if my roommate was shat, I would just get up right away and go to my gym, which was like three blocks down. Cause I just knew, like, I just, I just started to learn, like you only get one warning you'll be in there. Yeah. Yeah. You, you'll you just gotta, be in there. You gotta, you gotta pounce on that warning. Uh, the other thing is fair food. 
Like I, I, oh, I, I just dude. to me over at my age, overeating is a home game activity. Like when I'm home, I'm a fat fuck. Like I get after it, but like when I'm on the road and like I'm in these towns and like I just see like I'll never get an opportunity to eat those donuts again. I'll never get an opportunity <laughs> to eat this, but like it's just overeating is a home game activity. I'm but, not like but at the uh, same time. adventurous when I'm out there. Well, you could just yeah, but you could also like if you're at like a fair fair with you know anywhere with porta potties, you're also as disgusting as it is. is I, mean, I can't you settle can in. destroy that. You can't you can't you can't uh, just I let just, it rip. Yeah. No, I can't settle into a porta potty. <laughs> That's not me. I got too much dignity. Uh, and speaking of people without dignity, before we get into the Hillary Clinton, uh, I did come across a couple other things that I wanted to uh, you know preliminary a little uh, a little appetizer of uh, of hate watches. So this one was my crappetizer. Wasn't enough for you? Oh, no, it was excellent. I think it set the mood. I think it set the mood for what we're about to consume here. Uh, So this was making the rounds on social media that I've never been a person who's gotten too down rabbit hole of uh, 9-11 being an inside job. I just haven't haven't watched any of the documentaries. Didn't really explore it. Could be. I don't know. It's just not something I ever really considered. There was a building that went up in flames in China. I think typically speaking, when we think of China, we don't think of them of having better legislation Fire. when it comes no. to buildings, right? Or that they're more right. sound on these things. And people are pointing out that this entire building went up in flames without collapsing. I'm curious if you came across this and uh, if you had any thoughts on it. Oh, I'm not showing well, the no. footage right now. My bad. Hold on here. I can put it up on screen. I'm like, I'm yeah, over yeah, here on my watching the video. Here, wait, let me, uh, let me start that back. You can see, I mean, that thing's a pillar of smoke. Oh, yeah. Jesus. Entire buildings on fire uh, and clearly not in well, that's the, that's it is the, not crumbling well, in on itself. Well, it's because the Chinese believe in dragons. Clearly, there's a fire dragon living in the middle of that tower that's holding it right. up. Okay, a, B, a plus B equals C, man. Anyone. I mean, it's simple. And also, I think to your point. Uh, you know, we're like, hey, asbestos is bad. We should get that out of these right. places. But this is probably just built solid asbestos, right? Asbestos right, doesn't right, burn. Right. They don't have the same. Also, now that I'm looking at it, this does not look like this building's as tall as the Twin Towers. That's pretty tall. I mean, it's got to be at least 50 stories, though. I mean, that was a big building. Um, but I like how people are instantly like, why didn't this? It, it, what the question is, was this building built after the Twin Towers? Probably. I mean, technology advances. All right. This one's disappointing, but there was a video in uh, New York City uh, before we get to oh, this God. article of this guy <laughs> with an axe. Uh, you know, what? I don't have the video. So let's get into this one. Saturday Night Live gets its first non-binary cast member. And Did they have the that? Bat, Wasn't I, it I, called I, It's Pat? Yeah. What <laughs> I don't even know. Like, sometimes I try and actually... Uh, come in with some understanding and we are going to watch a little of the footage. And I want to say before we watch the footage, uh, I do stand up, and uh, I actually am sensitive about people's opinions of my standup. So personally, I'm not going to shit on her jokes. I'm not going to comment on her humor, uh, but I do think it's, it's uh, worthwhile to watch for context of uh, the individual. But before I play the video, I'm curious, can you even define what nine, what non-binary is? Because uh, I cannot. I, mean, I don't know. Like, I, I, I hand it to you. I, non-binary, I guess, means that you just do not identify as a man or a woman, but you can be anything in between. Any, I mean, that's that's what it means to me. Like, it's it's anything. It's a cornucopia. I think on any given day, you can pick what you're what you identify as. Like, but I don't know what that would categorize you as. Like, if you're not a man and not a woman. Then what are you? A, a, a sexual piece of Play-Doh? Are you a, a vegetable with a, a half cock? I mean, I don't know what I mean, that. I'm a, I'm a moody person. So in other words, there's some days where you're like, I feel like a dude, and there's some days that you feel like a lady, and so you just kind of go with your mood a little bit. Sometimes you feel like a nut. Sometimes you don't. Yeah, I get literally, that. <laughs> literally and figuratively. All right. So uh, impressively, so I first I googled nine billion, and I was like, I can't dig that far into it. I was like, I don't even understand. Uh, but then we're, we're going to watch some of the stand-up. Uh, y- you're welcome to make fun of... Uh, oh, my God. What is going on here? What just happened to my screen? Did it uh, decide that it was non-binary yeah. as well with AC? <laughs> it's like, I'm neither AC nor DC. I am non-binary, and I'm not able to keep charge. <laughs> uh, so I certainly do think it, that it would seem like casting might have said, hey, let's find a person within this category 
Um, and so they managed to find a person within the category, but let's watch a little bit of this footage because while watching it and the set is about coming out, yeah. I actually cannot determine if this is a male that wants to be female, a female, like I actually think she's proof of concept that maybe there is something in between. <laughs> like, yeah. so let's give it a watch and you tell me what you think she or he might be because I actually I'm lost. Oh, I got the sound. Hold on. I can't hear anything. Can you? Oh, you can't? Hold on. Yeah, sound's not coming through. Make sure you click that little share sound box when you share screen. All right, all right. Let's uh let's try this again. That's always the catch. Like it's like right on the I think it's like towards the bottom. It says share audio for the uh window. No, no, I might I must have just uh hold on. I will say she's definitely dresses. No, I, I feel like she's leading in or him, whatever it might be. Ire, sure, shim, they are leaning into the non-binary. Like even the way that they're dressed is very uh, middle of the road, like meatloaf. Uh, yeah, that's like a good the, call. even the hat, the black hat, no logos, right. like intentionally, no, no. I mean, I guess the comedy central, they probably wouldn't let you wear right. a logoed shirt, but. I once had, and I, I don't like this because this has happened to me more than once uh, where I'm going, like I once had, I was sitting in a bar, I'm waiting on uh, a hot date. I struck out with her, but I did have a hot date. <laughs> and I look up and across the bar, there's a lady that looked exactly like me wearing the exact clothes <laughs> I was wearing. And I'm like, that doesn't make me feel good about myself. <laughs> Are you sure you're just so drunk that you're just hitting on yourself in the mirror? I could be. It could be. I've had that more than once in New York City where I've gone out and then seen a butch lesbian that's literally wearing my exact outfit. And I'm like, I think I got to go home because uh, I guess, you know, we're both trying to pretend like we're more manly than we are. So let's <laughs> let's give this a watch. Let's, hopefully the sound will work this time, which I think it will. And yeah, we blacked out. So um, the only thing I kind of remember saying to, yeah, I'm gonna pull back to come out getting... to are my two brothers because they're my boys, y'all. And I said, it was before Uber, so I said, hey, fellas, get in the van. Mom's driving us to the bar. I got something to tell you. And we blacked out. So um, the only thing I kind of remember saying to them was I grabbed their necks, and I said, brothers, I like my bagels. I like my boobies. And that's two at a time in my hands. And then I squeezed their necks real tight. So I had to come. It's like a lady that mated with a carrot and is doing a Chris Farley impression. I feel like that's yes. the, that's the uh, read I'm getting. Dude, 100%. She is ripping Chris Farley off badly. So maybe that's why. Maybe this is the way you get on SNL. You go non-binary and you impersonate Chris Farley because that is exactly what it is. And I live in a band down <laughs> by the river. All right, let's play a little more because I, 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 I would lose this test if you asked me, was this a guy trying to be a girl or a girl trying to be a guy. Like if I had to guess what the genitalia might've been originally, I don't even know. I mean, I guess it's 50 50, but I, I would be at a loss. I'm going hardcore chick identifying as a dude or, you know, in between whatever it might be, but I will say, I know you don't want to comment on the jokes. Uh, I won't specifically comment on the jokes either, but I will say that for a comedy central, uh, is this a special or just a bit? Or is this just like a few minutes of her comedy? But the, the lack of laughter is uncomfortable. <laughs> it is uncomfortable to watch. That is uh, a televised set that has this little laughter. All right. Well, let's continue playing. Come out to them again properly the next morning. <laughs> Jeff Bezos was not like, laughing. Maldow, you said it was obvious. How would we know you were gay? And I said, well, uh, I had a bowl cut till I was 13 and a half by choice. Okay, I signed up for sixth grade softball so I could wear the pants. And I wore my all that t-shirt till it disintegrated off of my body. Well, he's got a, a very long swatch hanging I, I, down I, her wrist there. Is that, what the, is that the dick? Because I, I think it's a chick without a dick. I think that extra long pink swatch watch hanging off her wrist is she's like, this is my dick now. I've never seen a... I could not... Like, I, I'll put it through a poll. Like, I mean, if you took it by body part, it's like, it seems like stomach of a lady with smaller breasts, but chin of a man that's overweight. <laughs> yeah. Like, I, I don't know. What, what's your read? What do you, what do I, you, what, if you had to uh, gun to your head, 
what are we working with here? I I legitimately think it is a gal that was okay. born a gal, right? But she's got linebacker shoulders for fucking sure. I mean, she is a wide shoulder broad, but that just might be like a fine generations of backcountry inbreeding, man. You know, like it, it's, I think it's totally a chick. As right. get lo- long hair still, but it's say- bragging about having a bowl cut young means like chick uh, dressing as a dude to me. I got to say, uh, God bless, because then this is proof of concept, because I will give I will give you a win on the, hey, I'm not in either category here. I, I mm-hmm. accept that answer. I, mean, I, I don't know how else you'd possibly define it, right? Because it's but what's odd is to say you're non-binary, because then what do you what are you somebody supposed to do if they want to have sex with you? If they are attracted to you, how do you proceed? Like, how do these people find other people? Is it only you date other non-binaries or can you just choose and be greedy? Whatever the day you've got to assume if you're having sex with a non-binary, you're putting it in their poopal because Hmm. like, because then that's going to be available no matter what, unless they identify as not having a butthole. (laughs) In which case that gets a little confusing. (laughs) I do like that aspect though. Aspect. All right, so let's get into uh, gutsy. Let me uh, let me pull it up here. Uh, let me rem- oh wait, let me remove this. Let me uh, stop that screen. Uh, mm-hmm. Let me share this screen. Look at the professionalism here. I love there it. Here we man. go. See the, oh, the no, sweet no, look, co- look, co-hosting look. I'm doing here, making noises to to make sure there's not awkward silences as you cue this up. Um, and we got lucky because uh, you know, for some reason. Uh, my Apple subscription was not working at all tonight. I was not able to stream. Uh, but Lou, who uh, has volunteered to do some back end work, he managed to download this for me. And if uh, there's any moments where the sound is out of sync, whatever, we're working with what we have. Um, today's episode, I believe, it, the because uh, they, they these are themed. They're themed episodes, and this one is gutsy women that refuse to hate. Um, and it's because they prefer to say everything's fine and just be quietly resentful. I think that that's, uh, I love it. <laughs> I can't wait. <laughs> yeah. It's opt for a careful manipulative repu- uh, retribution. All right. So let's give this a watch. We're probably not going to make it through the whole thing because, uh, these are very boring. You know, like sometimes there's moments that you can actually make fun of. And then uh, as we experienced last week, sometimes it's so slow. So we're just going to, we're going to let it hang in the background and we'll talk over it as it goes. It's like one of your favorite places, huh? When everything in the world is overwhelming, my favorite thing to do is just to take people to the river. Like, just let's go be quiet. Be She's like, I drown people in the river. <laughs> Even when there's terrible things happening around you, 100% still this. I like the pink flower. Thank you. If you have a big giant flower on you, you have to live up to it. It does sort of make you smile. <laughs> a different way to fake it till you make it. <laughs> Fake it till you make it is Chelsea Clinton's motto, by the way. Or I guess make it till you fake it. I don't know. But yeah. Hillary Clinton's also got a massive, ridiculous fisherman's right, so hat. Here's the first contrived moment where, as if this lady was not cast for this exact reason that I guess she used to be a racist because the left oh, is obsessed you. with the fact of how many racists exist out there. So this lady's a reformed racist, and now I guess she tries to work to track down other people who are legit racist to talk him out of it these black activists and gave my reasons for why i had like not covered it up or whatever and like and she was just like yeah well like it can still do harm so now i actually want to get like a life-size blue heron as my cover-up for it as just no i thought she's like i don't want to cover it up in case i go back to prison you know (laughs) white angels forever yeah you gotta have a team in there the definition of gutsy yeah the easiest way for me to explain what I do is that I fight literal Nazis and help literal Nazis not be Nazis anymore. Because there's so many of them out there still to yeah, this right. very day. How, how many? How much money does she? Is she like working for like a nonprofit or something? Is or is this a hobby? Is this like a, a side gig that she's like? Well, you know, professionally I'm a CPA, but on the side. Nazis. I don't know. You think the canoe rides are the side hobby and that the Nazis <laughs> oh, is the main hustle or that's, Nazis that's the- is the main hustle? Oh, all right. So this is a great moment. Let's give this a watch for a second. My various pantsuits. Okay. So there's a very nice sort of orange. There's a yellow. Oh, my God. Kind of burgundy. She's matching pantsuits to fucking coffee makers? Is that what I'm wanting? No. Is that? So oh, this is, oh, this is something in the else. Effort, in the effort to make her look like she's human, because... 
Noah, producer, sat down and they're contriving all these moments. So this contrived moment is the is Hillary laughing about the fact that she maxes Keurig machines. And somebody is she laughing at somebody else matching her to them? Like, oh, I can laugh at myself. I clearly yes. have a sense of humor. Oh my god, you fucking serious. But I mean, that's the moment that they chose to have. That's a contrived moment that a producer was like, what can we do to make Hillary look human? Oh, we can have a fun moment about these pantsuits. Sadly, you've seen that most of your life because of, you know, your your own experiences. I don't really remember a time in my life when I wasn't aware of the hate. Didn't they do this exact same conversation last episode? They're victims. Distinct. I mean, and not just because they're women. <laughs> because they they're such unlikable rich public women well and they they have the guts to go on social media they both just have heads like the way their hair sits it looks like they are wigs like the i understand the lizard people thing because it looks like the wigs could fall off at any point in time for those heads and just have the oh. the pulsating brains underneath the lizards i i love this you think her mom or her ever ate at this just divey taco establishment because hillary introduces this like it's her mom this was her mom's favorite place to eat is there any way? What? I mean, I don't know Hillary's background, but there's no way her. I bet this restaurant did not exist when her mom was alive. I bet I, if someone does the homework, there's no way that was her mom's favorite place. No, there's there's zero chance. Well, is this in Arkansas? Is this in D.C.? Like, where's Clinton? I don't even know where Hillary Clinton's from. Oh, yeah, that's a good question. Also, wait, is this looks like it's in Venice, California. Actually, it looks like a place called like, uh, fuck, I can't I'm blank on the name of it now. Doesn't matter. Either way, yeah, she's full of shit. Now, wait, see, now, she's wearing a beautiful yellow pantsuit, so you'd think she would match it with some sort of yellow cocktail. That's what I'd be doing if I was her. Right. If she, I was, Chelsea should be drinking red wine. <laughs> if I was Kim Jong-un, uh, I would match my outfits with Hillary Clinton. Like, I would, I oh, would have tailors. Yeah. I would see what she wore the day before, and I would always wear that the next day. That would be my <laughs> entire life, is wearing Hillary Clinton-style outfits. So now, oh, they've got a comedian. What do they say? Wait, turn up a little bit more. Out of her mouth today. Franzia obsessed cul-de-sac driveway day drinkers. Okay, so now they're reading mean tweets about themselves. You know, Shannon, you literally but back to tacos into the battle against the gun lobby, the NRA in particular. I, the thing is, it's, it's just them sitting around for the most part. Like this entire show is sitting around. I want to see these people being gutsy. Like, could they not find any footage of these chicks actually doing the do? Jamil Hill is on ESPN. You couldn't cut to some some shit on ESPN of her doing the do and being you know, like a bad bitch on. I think the gimmick is look at how many different settings Hillary Clinton could be uninteresting in. And yeah. so when you're this uninteresting, clearly you'll actually get work done. Like Donald Trump would be fun to kick back and party with. So like you can envision him partying all the time. But if you're Hillary, I, I guess you've got no choice but to go get work done because who the fuck wants to who's hanging out? She's like, look, no one's even coming up to take pictures with me at this Mexican <laughs> restaurant at three right. in the afternoon. Not even the drunks at happy hour. <laughs> I like when they frame up a chick sitting in front of like a photography screen, you know, but then they still show the sides of it. So like, right. just so you know, this is a set. Are they knitting for peace? What the fuck are we looking at here? Yeah, here's a question for you. Okay. So, you know, chicks always get Botox around the eyes, right? Because they don't want crow's feet. Hillary Clinton looks like she has Botox everywhere but the crow's feet. And I bet that's intentional because she's like, I want people to see that I laugh a lot. So leave those in so I've got my uh, crinkle eyes. Or maybe it's like a lizard thing where it's like the rest can be stretched, but like the eyes are kind of a little more sensitive. Yeah. Dude, when I got Botox for, for I got Botox in my forehead before my wedding, right? Because I have, like you really? big bacon. Oh yeah, because I have big bacon head, so I just got it right here. Because so I was like, I don't want bacon. Did your wife ask you to do that, or you actually wanted I, to do no, it? No, I volunteered, and then but what's happened? They don't tell you this about Botox. Yeah. What happens is when you have no hair up top to hide it, all that happens is the flesh all wrinkles up, right? And peaks at the top of the head. So instead of wrinkles you know, on my forehead, I had wrinkles at the top of my head, like a goddamn demon was trying to pop out of my skull. You know what the problem with playing that game whatsoever is because any one of us can look in the mirror and notice all the flaws. 
and if you try and cover them up, you're just going to obsess over this shit. And then you end yeah. up with more problems because by the way, even when you go to doctors for like actual health issues, my experience is it's like flipping a coin. If they can actually make a recommendation or notify you of the problem, you know what I mean? So it's like, if you're going to a plastic surgeon, they're going to tell you that they can fix it. Right. And then they're probably not. And then like, you just go deeper down that rabbit hole. Cause now you're obsessing over it. I love that everybody that yeah. goes to plastic surgery, it always results in the same thing. They're always like, oh yeah, I can fix it. You're going to look beautiful. And it always ends up with cat. No matter what, it always like, they always end up looking like a cat. It's like There's, there's two surgeries that I think are worthwhile. One is there's a couple women that I know that I saw them later in life. And I was like, oh my God, you got to see Hillary Clinton's mom. I'm going to shut up here. Look at her mom. Wow. Is that the, is that the non-binary chick that's on SNL now? I mean, talk about demons making other demons. <laughs> Who would have thought that relative to Hillary Clinton's mom, she's an attractive lady. All right. I got to <laughs> shut the fuck up and then remind me about a uh, plastic surgery that works. Cause All it's right. a great moment. Megan, the stallion. Wait, turn it up a little bit. Yeah. Like, of course you all are surrounding. Look at me. I'm poor. She is proving what's possible for women artists when you're not afraid. I'm a savage. I gotta pause it. <laughs> immediate cut. Immediate. I have to pause it. <laughs> I mean, where have we gone as a culture? We're a lady that's running for presidency, ran for presidency, and then part of her claim was how undignified the other person is. Mm-hmm. Now is trying to make a comeback and not talk about policy. And in our conversation about gutsy women, they're praising what a woman can, what a lady can go out and accomplish. And then without irony, going directly to a cut of someone being overtly sexual. Literally, they're like, it shows what you can accomplish if you're not afraid. And it cuts to 75 naked, no, not naked, be thonged, massive booties crouching down and showcasing their asses on a bunch of bleachers. <laughs> Good job, producers. To Megan the Stallion's credit, I usually like uh I like a thin lady. That's everyone's into their thing. I am too. I am and too. I'm not I'm not saying that there are people that don't fit that archetype that I couldn't find attractive. And I I I I'll also admit I'm kind of gay. I'm I'm into personalities. I like people that are fun. Like I'm not I, I'm not chasing after uh people that I don't find uh uh, interesting to hang out with for a larger build because I like an exposed rib. Like I really like thin ladies. Like like yeah. tits. I I'll take eight. I don't care. I like. A, well, you're you're a, thin... you're a Jew. You're a Jew. You've got that Jesus fetish. You know, he's up That's on the right. cross. He's got those those real cut ribs up there. Those thin legs, and he's just kind of like, do me, Rob. <laughs> I mean, it's the forbidden fruit, man. I get Maybe. it. You want that in the no, lady. I, I, what I really want is I want a tall, thin lady with thick head of hair and a cheerful attitude. So just one shot, I can fix my gene pool. That's so what you I'm want, looking you for. You want share. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So here we go. They're trying to celebrate gutsy women. And uh, in terms of what people can go out there and accomplish, the inventions, the charity, the good things that women can stand up for and accomplish, we have the ultimate example of what the Clintons are looking to celebrate here. Uh, so let's watch some more of what they produced a show around to let humanity know is worth celebrating of female accomplishments. Female CEOs, women that went out there, they entered into uh, male-dominated fields and made something for themselves mm-hmm. and really stood up for women. So let's give a watch to see what that looks like. <laughs> I like the producers. Like, I thought you said Butsy is the name of the show. That's why I got Megan the Stallion booked. She certainly isn't bowed by the hate that she receives, and she's unfortunately receives a lot of hate. Does Megan the Stallion receive a lot of hate? I don't think she receives any hate. I think everyone's like, this lady's hot and she can rap. Yeah, she can rap. She got a big old ass. She's not afraid to talk about wet ass pussy. I, I yeah, there's no hate coming at her. All right, you got to listen to this because they actually play and talk about WAP. A creative time for me. I've gotten back into painting. It makes me calm. And I was trying to please everybody and make everybody else happy. I was losing myself, I felt like. So I just had to remember who I was. Please tell me she's just painting buttholes. Myself to just, you know, get back into me (laughs) and figure out what makes me happy. I loved art as a kid. I was not good. (laughs) My parents would come to a little like art show and the teachers would invariably say something like, you really appreciate Chelsea. She keeps her workstation very clean. <laughs> she's just so tidy. Like she is very punctual. One thing about her, she's on time. She's on time. 
Well, it's because you had a chauffeur dropping you off all the fucking time. (laughs) Easy to be on time when you had a private car and police escorts everywhere, Chelsea. Oh, my God. Can you imagine? You see that footage and Chelsea's not even cleaning her workstation. (laughs) There's literally like a slave that follows her around. (laughs) He's just chained to her ankle. She's just yanks him. Like Dobby and Harry the Potter. Yes. Here we go. Hillary Clinton. As soon as she sent me the song. Talking about whack. Like the next day. And it was just it's so fucking desperate that they have to play. Like they're like, what can we possibly relate ourselves to that this young generation likes? Wet ass pussy. Has Hillary Clinton ever in her life been associated with wet ass pussy? Ever. Well, she doesn't even have a vagina, so you know this. Is, she's got to watch things like this and go. Wait, they get wet. <laughs> Like, Somebody get me a, likes I, these kids. She needs some implants in there. I don't ever want it to shift what I think about myself. If you knew me, you knew I was always like this. And it's just that now. Hillary Clinton's like, like, I did know you. I did Were you know. surprised, though, by the concern? This has got to be the most uncomfortable meeting for everyone involved. That in this day and time, that when you have so many options of so many things to look at and listen to, that the first thing that you want to critique and talk about is something you don't like. That's like your one where you what? the guy. It's because it's played on every radio station, though. I mean, like I, but that, that's literally what we're doing right now is we're spending our time on something <laughs> it, it's specifically because we hate it. She's talking to us. She's yeah. trying to teach us a lesson. But still, it's pushed down. It's pushed in your face. Of course, you know, it's like, look, it's not that people are seeking out shit to hate. I don't go out in my daily life and try to find shit to hate. It I mean, just we're doing that right now. That's but, literally the premise of the show. But we though. know about the show because <laughs> right. it's been shoved in our faces. So I'm like, okay, boom, here you go. I remember hoes used to clap for me happily. Now I bust up and them same hoes mad at me. Acting like they ride whole time trying to pass me. Watching me go through it still. This looks like the best restaurant ever, by the way. It's just uh, the waitress says, you order food, but they just come eat it and shake their asses and pussies in your face. It sounds fantastic. Can you imagine you're like, I was actually hungry. Like, <laughs> well, you know what they say. Take a bite of this ass. There you go. As I can. Once I read that I wasn't really in school. And I'm doing it for clout. And I'm like, okay. People just make it's shit just up. It's like shit, they like. just make stuff. The Clintons have never had a decent response to anything, by the way. Because you look, most of the time, people will say something like an anecdote. And you go, oh, yeah, you know what? I can associate with that. I went through the same thing. Not these bitches. Right. Hillary like, I also remember when I was coming up and I was uh, dropping my ass out on the club for the boys and <laughs> just no one was tipping me, throwing yeah, silver dollars like they're trying to hurt me. Uh, that's how I won pill over. I was out there twerking. <laughs> I, was showing I, was, her how, I, I was showing how to work it. I was twerking at the Miss Cheese Curd Festival out in Arkansas. Bill's all like, uh, you're, you're 21. Uh, I like him a little y- younger. I think you're smart. I really wanted to work on some new music and and actually write and get focused because when you like let a lot of outside noise in, it kind of like stops you from your life. I really want them to pull out so I can see what Hillary Clinton is painting. They better show us all these paintings at the end of this. Cardi B and Megan Thee Stallion just set the entire female gender back by a hundred years with their disgusting vile WAP song. And then it's like the first thing they think is less bandwagon on it. I also heard this. I also know that. And let's disregard how this may be making her feel right now. Look at her having a breakdown. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you put me through so much. And then when I finally start. I'm just waiting for Hillary Clinton to get into the dialogue to try to mimic the dialogue of Megan Thee Stallion. Because I know it's coming. Like, uh, tell the girlfriend, like, that's coming. Well, she seems to nod and repeat a lot. She doesn't really add all that much if we're being, you know. <laughs> There's the nod. Oh, well, she put the. She did do the hand up. But you're not going to break me down. I bet you get worn out before I do. So funny. It's like there's like some mental algorithm in her head where she's like, all right, you got nothing to say. Just laugh. Oh, totally. It's like the Kamala Harris uh, reaction. Yeah. A nice stoic shot. Flowers. A pool. All right. I think I got oh. two more scenes left in me, and then I got to yeah, go vomit. Yeah, that's, that sounds good. Sounds good. Now, tell me, you if you were there, if they were filming this, how great would it be if you could convince them, like, no, no, it's Hillary Clinton's birthday. Go over and do the song. Give her the flan with the candle in it, please. <laughs> oh, you mean to convince them to do, like, a whole birthday thing? Oh, like a whole, like, yeah, dance around her with the maracas and all, all right. that shit. 
<laughs> let's see who they interview next. Oh, wait, and let's see her lose her mind. Like, get the fuck away from me, you goddamn beaners. <laughs> Baltimore. They're going to go do some heroin. Hang out with some locals. Well, that's a tall lady. Jesus. Is she going to be? Gotta oh, be it's, oh, it's going to be, be an OnlyFans. It, it does look like a dude, actually. Clothes and hats. You have to grab people's attention and then hold it. Especially on YouTube, you're competing with. Yeah. Wow, this is what they're. It's a cross dresser, yeah. This is what they're celebrating. But I mean, but isn't there a commentary to that that, like, not only are they doing a reality show and not talking about policy, they're purposely dipping into celebrating sexuality. Yeah. 100%. Yeah, it should be. It's in Augusta. It should be called Kinky. Yeah. And I'm not. I think people should go live free, enjoy themselves. I'm not a religious man myself, but there's something about pretending like this is the most important thing in all of politics is that people's sexuality should be celebrated. There's a difference between, yeah, go for it. Oh, no, say, you know, we're celebrating uh, this, this person who's gutsy for their, you know, their sexual, their, their kink, if you will. And yet poor Louis CK can't whip his dick out, show it to a couple people. Come on. It's just so- to celebrate a kink. <laughs> That's like I love that Sturgill Simpson line, which I'm I'm not going to get the line right, but like the uh, the most outlaw thing a man can do today is give a girl a ring. It's something yeah. <laughs> close to that. But there is something about that where it's like the culture is so shifted. Where it is kind of bad. Like if you're a guy who goes to church, believes in God, and has a family, that is more of like a fuck you to society now. Like yeah. that's almost like. You know what I mean? Like that almost takes more conviction than 50 years ago living an alternative lifestyle. Like that now is the totally, alternative man. lifestyle. Yep. I completely agree. Cause it's like, you're going against what's well, like, I've been saying like the whole next generation coming up behind us. I honestly think is going to be swinging way more conservative because the dominant culture right now is this like Uber progressive, like everything right. goes, you know, like we're, we're resist everything, but it's like, you're not resisting shit. You are the culture now. So the next right. one's going to be the counterculture going back to like typical standard values. It's like God is now punk rock. Like being a dad yeah. is going to be fucking punk rock. Oh God. Creed's going to make a huge comeback <laughs> that not banned or whatever the fuck they are. <laughs> Creed. Creed's going to be the coolest thing in our culture. <laughs> it's like, we thought we didn't understand EDM. Just wait till the kids are like worshiping Creed. <laughs> Dude, what is happening in this scene, by the way? They're, they went up the stairs with this, uh, what I think is a a dude, 99% sure is a dude. And they're in this like seance room with this giant blue, I don't know, warp zone. Is that how you get to level six in Super Mario behind her? I'm confused <laughs> what's happening. <laughs> Hillary Clinton is like, I'm close to death. If we're doing a seance, probably my soul will be drawn into the other side. I need some children blood. Yeah, she's like, this is usually where I watch uh, Bill Fluck Kids. I've never just been here for a meeting. <laughs> All right, let's fast forward. said almost nothing, yeah. Let's see the next person that they decide to meet with. An old bat. Oh, wait, isn't that, is that the, the lady that said the N-word when she was cooking? Is that that oh, lady? Oh, is it? No, no. Paula Dean is that a fatter Paula, Paula Dean? Is that, that would the be, lady's name? That would be gutsy if it was. Oh, I guess not. I don't know who. So how is this woman gutsy? Okay, so her, her kid got murdered. I'm guessing, or her lover? Because she has what looks like intestines for arms. <laughs> yes, and probably with diverticulitis, like I have. Yeah. Oh, Kamala Harris looks awful. (laughs) (laughs) Hillary Clinton. How would it be if if Hillary Clinton's like, look, Kamala wouldn't do the show, but we got something that looks kind of like her. Yeah, we got got a stunt double. No one's going to know. Sorry. Somberly nodding. All right, let's take a look at so, one more uh, s- scene here. That, by the way, that's a great call, the Kamala Harris. Oh, totally. It's I, I like how that whatever that chick is that kind of looks like Kamala Harris is wearing 
the pantsuit that Hillary Clinton probably wanted to wear. Like, what's what are the odds that Hillary Clinton wore that same pantsuit, that bright yellow giant button monstrosity, and then was like, fuck, I got to change. We can't both wear this. Is this is this a Nazi? Another Nazi? All right, I'm going to say something terrible. <laughs> I feel like the, the time. I feel like the biggest losers of the trans thing. Which, by the way, God bless. I I don't care. This is not something I care about. I, I have a joke in my act about it, and I believe this. Chaos is the emergence of new patterns not yet readily understood. Yeah. We might it might be a technological issue. We get to a point where. Uh, you know, our babies are made in labs. We use CRISPR to make better babies and genders doesn't make a difference. I don't need these categories, but that's probably a lady and a lady that I would even find attractive. But if I came across her Tinder profile, I'd be so concerned that that might be a dude that I'd be like, okay, I can't go hang out with that person. Yeah, I feel you, man. Like it's, you definitely have to have a doubt. And then you're like, all right, well, what if it does turn out to be a dude? Now it's going to be a thing. Now I'm going to get yeah. canceled just for like, it's like the, <laughs> like the trans people, like they're getting mad at lesbians because lesbians don't want to bang them. And they're like, oh, well, is that a I real like thing? Vagina. Oh yeah, dude. It's, it's like a big deal. They're called well, like would, lesbians. Wait, wait. If you're, but are we talking about a lady that transitioned to being a man? Yeah. And now is uh, trying to no, go with a lady, lesbians? A lady, uh, no, a man that transitioned to become a woman and then, but they're like, the lizard's like, I'm not into it. I'm into like lady ladies. And I think sometimes right. it's even dudes who are, who identify as women, but still have the dicks. And the lizards are like, no, I'm into like real, you know, like vagina vaginas. And right. they're like, you are, you are transphobic. And it's just like, I don't know well, what to tell that, you, man. I mean, that's kind of rough because now you're judging that person for their sexuality. Right. Exactly. Yeah. It's, it's completely hypocritical. I like how this chick, well, I want to see what this chick who's like a Nazi conversion person now what did she used to wear? Because now she's dressing like a soccer mom. She's got, <laughs> yeah. you know, the bangs. What did she used to wear? Was it extreme? Like, did she used to have this chick's hair? I, I mean, I know, she, I know I, the left tells us Nazis walk among <laughs> us at all times, but I, I have to think this is identifiers. I think she didn't have the back, so she was really going with the Hitler <laughs> part. <laughs> She just, she just had, you know, she'd dye one part of her hair black in the middle so she could take her hair from the side and then run it across the, the front of her face yeah. and just have a black part right under the nose. <laughs> but it just looked like a skunk stripe to the side until she like wrapped it in front of her face. Sneaky Nazis. Isn't it amazing how married she is to the branding of Gutsy? Like, what has Hillary done in her life that's so unbelievable? Like, she sat down with a marketing company. They came mm -hmm. up with this idea of we're going to brand you around being gutsy. And I don't even know how much money she must have spent to get back that market research. But I can tell you, within two minutes, like, if I was sitting at that meeting, I'd just be like, this isn't going to work. And they'd be like, we have a list. I was like, your research is just wrong. Yeah. Like, I'm I, like, oh, wow. Oh, is she going to get it removed? Oh, now. Oh, here, gonna, oh uh, here's the tap. Oh, this chick. Was it the tattoo artist she was talking to? She's getting the, the blue heron over top of the Nazi symbol. It doesn't look to be going that well so far. <laughs> uh, yeah, I dude, I don't even know why they thought gutsy was the phrase. I have to feel like they the research came back and she was like, just going to override it. Like, you know what people want? Contrite. Uh, uh, fade into nothingness would be a good name for a show that you're in. I think people uh, really are yeah. resonating to that concept, Hillary. You know what? Would be, I'll tell you. Here would be the better terms. I, and I'm just I'm ballparking here. I'm drinking. I haven't given this much thought. I would go with professional. I'd go with statesman. I'd go yeah. with things that like the things that you should market around, which is hey, I've got an expert expertise to being an actual politician. But like gutsy would fall into the unlikable category where it does it doesn't make sense it doesn't resonate with me makes me feel uncomfortable and i know you're bullshitting me it's literally yeah. everything that's wrong with her yeah exactly that's you nailed it. it it talking to these other women and i think we talked about this last episode too it's like you're talking to people who have had to overcome a lot of shit and what have you had to overcome hillary nothing and when you right. were pressed to overcome something you failed all right well that we made it through it. Uh, what have you learned here tonight? You know, well, why don't we go old school TV sitcom <laughs> and leave the kids with a positive message? Uh, so before we call it the end of the weekend, 
you know, people are sitting there, they're having a beverage, they're smoking their weed, they're eating their Yo Deltas, use promo code RYM, get 20% off. And they're like, I don't want to think about my Monday morning job. I don't want this episode to end. I want it to go forever. So what is the takeaway? What is the positive message that we can leave people with after having watched this Hillary Clinton? I think the message we can take away, it's kind of like those Us Weekly uh, or People Magazine things like celebrities. They're just like us. You too can find a curing machine that matches whatever you want to wear that day. That's, that's, that's going to brighten your week, everybody. There you go. It's like for, for all, uh, you know, I was actually walking with a very similar lesson, which is sometimes in life you're the underdog and you don't have, um, the wealth expertise, the access to experts. And you think there's no way that I can win this game, but then you can watch content like this and realize, well, with all of that, they're getting it wrong, right? <laughs> exactly. Think about the marketing team that worked on this, the production team, everything that went into making this these people look like they're intelligent, they should be running the world, that they're likable, and it's just not hitting. And so yeah. if all that expertise can lead to this much of a flop, you know what I mean? There's something to your brand and your Be- authenticity. Believe, yeah. Believe in yourself, man. Believe in yourself and your opinions because clearly, yeah, at millions of dollars can't buy you the answers as evidenced by guts. If if I had sketch show budget, the way to spoof this would be, uh, I, I guess, relabel the show just delusional and write like the <laughs> four minute sketch of uh, maybe I'll even work on that. I bet Chrissy Mayer can play Hillary Clinton. Maybe I'll even write that up. Oh, yeah. Totally. I'm sure she's got the outfits in there. I mean, she's got red hair, so you got to wear baggy, differently, brightly colored clothes to offset that kind of hair color. Maybe maybe I'll even write that one up. All right. That's it for uh, for this week. And you know what's great about this is that it uh, depresses me so much. I actually want to go to bed. Like, usually I'm an insomniac. Excellent. (laughs) (laughs) I watch a full 40 minutes of Hillary Clinton trying to produce propaganda. And I'm like, I don't have any life left in me. I need to fall asleep and call it a day. I am glad to have been part of this emotional (laughs) vampiring, Robbie. (laughs) All right. Always a pleasure. Uh, For everybody watching live, uh, don't leave yet. I have uh, October 1st. I'm going to be in uh, Perryville, Maryland. It's about an hour south of uh, Philly, maybe even closer, pretty close to Baltimore. It is a killer show with myself, BK Chris, Menu and Heart, and Justin Silver. That is a murderous row all four of us can easily be headlining and that's four of us all in the same show that's going to be a uh really cool time it's a fan that owns the establishment giving us the room for the night and has very good uh local beers that i'm excited to try uh and uh mr brian what do you got to plug well just you know listen to lions of liberty the mark clareless lions of liberty it's a new experience so yeah check that out meet age daydream every wednesday uh my boring the boring podcast, B-O-H-R-I-N-G, is the comedy podcast I do. Uh, and otherwise, uh, catch me shitting in a McDonald's by you when I can't find anywhere else to go. There you go. Love it. Have a great night, everybody. Thanks for hanging out. Yep. Yeah.